So today we're going to talk about empathy. And empathy, the definition that I'm going to use is empathy is the capacity to feel or understand what another person is experiencing. Listen at this from their point of view, not your point of view, from their point of view. Empathy is the capacity to feel or understand what another person is experiencing from their point of view. That's why they're asking, you feel me? Because I want you to, I want you to understand from my point of view where I am. Understand from my point of view what I feel. Good morning, Keila. Understand from my point of view how this is affecting me. Now, empathy, I I strongly believe that empathy is a a skill and a trait. And the reason why I say that is because you can be taught how to empathize with people. It is used in customer service. The first time I ever really, really heard about or was trained on empathy was back in 1997 when I began working in the workplace. Good morning, Terrell. Working in the workplace in customer service where I first started off working in a fast food restaurant. Lord help me. Uh, And then I quickly left uh, from there. I was not there very long. Honey, I couldn't cut out that. I couldn't cut the fry station. And it was hot in the kitchen and I just realized right away and I was just trying to get my feet wet because I had never worked before in my life and uh good morning Terrell so I started working in fast food restaurant I didn't last it, it was it's not for everyone but it wasn't because I didn't understand the concept of empathy right so they teach empathy in customer service training because you have to be able to put yourself in the customer's shoes. So listen at this. Georgia Power had a power outage somewhere. And so y'all know it's been at least 95 to 100 degrees, 125 degrees outside. And so wherever Georgia Power had this this outage, people were <coughs> excuse me. People were in a bad place cuz it was hot and they didn't have no power. There was no air conditioning. You couldn't plug up a fan. So it's not like your air went out and you you had an an alternative. The air went out and you couldn't plug up a fan. The only thing you could do was be hot. Good morning, Shanita. So whenever customers start calling the 1-800 number to make the report of the power outage or to complain about how long it was taking Georgia Power, (coughs) excuse me, let me just change it and say the electric company to um, let them know and make them aware that the power had gone out and it was hot and want to know an estimated time that it was going to get fixed. The customer service reps or whoever was answering the phone, the receptionist, you know, whatever you want to call them, those people who were sitting in the air conditioning and answer the phone were not in the same position as the caller who was calling in, who was sweating AR-15 bullets. Good morning, Penny. <clears throat> so that person had to be able to understand and empathize with the customer. Listen, I understand it, it is very hot, and I understand why you feel the way you feel. 
Because if I was sitting in this building without any air conditioner and they were making me work and they didn't have a time that they were going to get it back on, I would be feeling the same way. I would be upset. I understand why you upset. I understand why you feel the way you feel. I understand why you're having these emotions. I understand why you're, you know, why you're responding the way that you're responding. So empathy can be a skill and a trait because once you've been taught something and you understand the value of the concept, you understand the value of the principle, it's something that you apply to your life and you continue to practice. Good morning, Miss Value, Miss Valerie. You continue to practice it till it gets beyond being a habit. It becomes a way of life. Now it's a part of who you are. It becomes a part of your identity. And some people just don't know how to be empathetic. Simply showing empathy in addition to the capacity to feel or understand what another person is experiencing from their point of view. You simply have to be sensitive. We have to learn to be sensitive to what's going on in people's lives. We got to be sensitive about the things that they're experiencing, the difficult times that they're going through, the hardship that they're experiencing. You know, it requires being sensitive. So uh, let us let us give our affirmation for today. Today, if you're willing to do it today, I commit to being sensitive to the thoughts the feelings and experiences of others. That's it. Woo! That's today's affirmation. Today I commit, as I go through my day, I commit to being sensitive to the thoughts, feelings, and experiences of others. There it is. Today, I commit to being sensitive to the thoughts, feelings, and experiences of others. I am going to allow myself to be sensitive. I'm not going to try to be, because sometimes, good morning, Auntie Dale. Sometimes we can be, we can, we can try to be so hard and we can be so callous. We can, we can, excuse me. Oh my God. We can be so callous towards the thoughts and the feelings and the experiences of other people. And when we're when we don't show that level of sensitivity that is necessary, then we're going to reap that same response that we give to other people. Yeah. So, uh you may not you may, listen. Let me let me just let me pace myself here. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But empathy Good morning, Cynthia King. Good morning, Monica. Empathy requires all of us to walk in humility. If 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 you're going to be a person who who exhibits empathy, you have to walk in humility. You have to learn to walk in humility. You have to be a humble person to show empathy. And the reason why I say that is because you have to forget about your life. No matter how good your life is, no matter how blessed you are, no matter how problem-free you may be, but you have to forget about your life and allow yourself to walk into that other person's life. You got to put yourself in that shoe. You Can you see yourself walking in their shoes? Can you see yourself going through what they're going through and dealing with what they're dealing with. Empathy and sympathy ain't the same thing. 
Sympathy is simply saying, I'm sorry. Empathy is when you say, I understand why you're grieving the way you're grieving. Sympathy, again, empathy and sympathy are not the same thing. No, sympathy doesn't have to require you to have to walk in humility. It just requires you apologizing or saying, I'm sorry. But empathy actually requires being being true about empathy actually requires you again to step out of your life and put yourself into the life of that other person. Can you walk a mile in their shoes, whatever situation they're in, whatever difficulty they're in, whatever circumstance they're in? Can you put yourself in their shoes? That's why before we judge people or we respond to people uh, and their situation. Good morning, Shakita. We have to make sure we put ourselves in their shoes. We put ourselves in their life because sometimes we can criticize people from the outside looking in and not really understand the totality of what it's like until because you may respond completely different than the way they're responding. You think they acted a fool. Let that would have happened to you. How would you have responded? How would you be acting? Today, I commit to being sensitive to the thoughts, feelings, and experiences of others. I'm going to apply this today. I'm going because it's some stuff down. You you done been in. You be like, oh my God, if that would have been me, if that would have happened to me, or if he would have said that to me, or she would have done that to me, then I would have responded this way. Right, right, right. That's the whole point. You would have responded differently because. You're putting yourself in that person's shoes. Yeah. Empathy requires us all to walk in humility. If we're gonna, if we're gonna show empathy, which is that capacity to feel or understand what another person is experiencing from their, their point of view, you feel me? From their point of view, then we have to walk into a level of Humility. Good morning, Pastor Pittman. Good morning, uh, Shakori. Listen, you don't have to have experienced what they went through. You can. You just only have to simply imagine it happening to yourself. You get what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? You don't. You don't have to have gone through it yourself. But. You only have to be able to imagine it happening to you. Imagine it happening to you. If if you if you can't imagine it happening to you, then you you are not going to be able to express any empathy. Oh, it don't take all of that. Well, it may not take all of that now, and you may not say it take all of that now. But what would happen if you were in that same situation? You feel me? If that was your child who passed away tragically, would you be acting like that? You won't know. But you can but you can put yourself into a feeling of understanding when you can put yourself in that situation. I can only imagine how that mama feel. I can only imagine 
you know, how it would feel to lose a sister. So that pain and that pressure and that turmoil and those emotions, I can only imagine because I've not experienced it, but I can only imagine how it feels on Mother's Day. When your mother, when you, you know, when, a, when your mother has passed away. Again, I've not experienced it, but I can only imagine it. So when we say it should take all that, it, 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 it's been 10 years ago, it's been 15 years ago, and it's been five years ago. Well, I'm not in their shoes, but I can only imagine how I would feel. Good morning, Keitha. Good morning, old Beatrice. Good morning, Margaret. I can only imagine how I would feel if that were me. Again, empathy doesn't require you to have an experience. Only an imagination. Empathy doesn't require you to have an experience. Only an imagination. You only have to be able to imagine yourself being in that situation. Only an imagination. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. The whole truth and nothing but truth. And that's what I'm saying. If It requires you to walk into a level of humility. No, you haven't been there. And maybe your relationship with whomever passed away is different. So you may not have the same relationship with your mother. You may not have that same relationship with your sister. You may not have the same relationship with your child. You may not have that same relationship with a grandparent or whatever the case may be. You, If you've never had a child who's who's been sentenced to 10 to 15, 20, maybe even a life sentence, then you can't understand why a mother or a father would respond the way they would. But... Again, empathy doesn't require you to have an experience, only an imagination. Can you imagine if one of your sons were in this situation? Oh, my God. Good morning, Luana. Oh, my goodness. Oh, forget about your life. This is empathy. Forget about your life and what you're going through. Be able to put yourself into that person's shoes, being able to put yourself into that person's life. If you are a boss, if you are an employer, if you are a supervisor, a manager, a lead person on your job, if you have somebody who works for you and they have a child in the hospital, a child who's sick. And they have to call out for work or they get the phone call at work. And I know you're busy at work and you may be shorthanded and you don't want that person to go. Before you respond, put yourself into that person's shoes. Now, I ain't talking about the people now. I'm not talking about them people who are who are who are habitual violators of the attendance rule where they come up with anything, and everything to not come to work. Excuse me. Good morning, Shell. Good morning, LaShawn. But put yourself into that person's shoes. How would you respond and what would you want to do if you got the phone call on your job that your child was sick? And this is saying we as we as bosses sometimes now, we as supervisors. We want people at work, again, because we're shorthanded. We want people at work because we got business to tend to. Good morning, Maria. We got stuff to tend to. But imagine how you would feel now if you got that phone call. 
If you got the phone call, if it was you, if it were you having to respond or leave work, how would you want to be treated? Good morning, Mary Green. Good morning, Marie. How would you want to be treated? Empathy. When you take yourself out of your own life, your children are in perfect health. You understand? Your spouse is in perfect health. Everything good with your life. I'm not asking you. Empathy does not re- does not ask. It does not require you to see things through your own eyes from your own life. But when you're when you're showing empathy towards another person, which is the capacity to feel or understand what another person is experiencing from their point of view, whenever you are looking at something, you got to see it from their point of view, not your point of view. Your life is perfect. Your life is good. You don't have any financial struggles. You got eight cars in the yard. You don't have to depend on anybody. You don't have to, um, you know, wait for this and wait for that. It's you don't have to go back and forth to doctor's visit. So um empathy does not require you to see things through your eyes. Empathy requires you to see things from their eyes, from their life. You gotta escape your happy world, escape your happy place, and put yourself in that person's shoes. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Shell. Good morning, honey. Good morning, Kenya. Put yourself in their shoes and see life from their life, from their spot, from where they are, not from where you are. You got it good. Everything in your life is right. Ain't nobody died in your life. You ain't lost nothing. You got it good. You got a good job. You don't have to worry about it. You're not struggling. Empathy is when I can see things from their point of view, from their point of view, from a convicted felon's point of view, from someone who just got released out of jail and out of prison. For them, from their point of view, it's hard to find a good job. You may say from your point of view, well, it's a bunch of jobs out there and I can easily go get a job. Well, that's you. You don't have these things on your record. You don't have these things on your history. I'm not asking you to feel sorry. Listen, I'm not asking you to feel sorry for them because feeling sorry for them is sympathy. I'm not asking for you to feel sorry for me. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning, Miss Wanda. I'm not asking you to feel sorry, but I'm just asking you to see it from my point of view. I put in 25 applications and won't nobody call me back. I've gone to 30 places. I've been to the job fairs. I filled out the application, but there's one question that they asked me. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? No, I'm not asking you to feel sorry for me. Just understand what I'm saying when I say it's hard out here in these streets. You feel me you feel me again you do not have to have experienced it only imagine it imagine if that were you good morning miss Teresa. imagine if that was you good morning michelle imagine if that was you if that were you and yes, Jonathan, we have to keep it moving. But this is the real the real part of life is that it exists. The struggles that people have, everybody doesn't have them. And again, we're talking about empathy this morning, which is the capacity to feel or understand. The capacity to feel or understand what another person is experiencing from their 
point of view. From their point of view. Again, our affirmation for the day. Today, I commit to being sensitive to the thoughts, the feelings, and the experiences of others. Try to see it. You, I know you've never been there, so it might be hard, but at least can you imagine this happening to you? In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 8. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 says in, in uh, running, because you were on it. The Bible tells us we should have compassion. Listen, we have to have compassion for one another. Be tenderhearted and be courteous. Have compassion. No, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just asking you to have compassion. Don't be so hard on me. I'm trying. Don't be so hard. You feel me? You feel me? Life, life is different for males and females. You feel me? So again, we have to be able to take ourselves out of our own lives. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, nephew. Uh, good morning, Bill. We have to take ourselves out of our own lives and put ourselves into the lives of somebody else. Again, walking that mile in their shoes. And some, we talk about a mile. I'm talking about a few steps. Understand what I'm saying? Romans chapter 12, verse 15. Romans chapter 12, verse 15 tells us, uh, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Meaning, you put yourself, you, listen, you may not have anything to rejoice about. You may not have received the promotion, the elevation. You may not have received the recognition, the award, or the reward. It, it maybe wasn't for you, but whenever you have empathy and whenever you have compassion, you can rejoice with me because I'm happy. You can rejoice with me because I've, I'm the one in the spotlight today. You understand what I'm saying? Let's think about it Thursday. And then also that saying compassion is being tenderhearted. That if I'm going through, if I'm crying, you crying. Good morning, Lois. Good morning, Jojo. I'm crying, you crying. I'm hurt, you hurt. I know everything in your life is going good. I know everything in your life is perfect. You ain't going through this situation. But again, when you see, listen, I'm going to tell you how you know you got some compassion in you. How you know you got, you working with a little, little empathy. Good morning, Chantel. It's whenever you're sitting, having a conversation or just in the presence with somebody. You ain't the person who's experienced it. Ain't, the trauma ain't happened in your life. The tragedy didn't happen in your life. And I got to get out of here. But you're sitting there and they start crying. And out of nowhere, you start crying. It's not a put on. It's not a front. It's not a, a spectacle. But you, you emotionally feel what they feel, even though it's not happening to you. And I don't care what nobody say. That's you having compassion. That's you having empathy because you are putting your yourself. Come here, somebody. Good morning, Wanda. You are putting yourself in that person's shoes and you are feeling what they feel and you're understanding what they're going through from their point of view. From their point of view. You just stopped by the visit, but it hurts you. Woo! My God. Oh, my goodness. Come on, hold it together, Simone. Hold it together. Hold it together. Hold it together. Woo! Mm, mm, mm. You laughing? 
make they laughing and you laughing. And you like, it's supposed to be a sad occasion, but they laughing and you laughing. You laughing along with them. Because you're feeling what they feel. Good morning, Patricia. And then whenever you're, whenever they're rejoicing, you're rejoicing. Whenever they're weeping, when they're crying, when they're mourning, you're there. So you you connect. That's that's what empathy is. That's what empathy is. So again, as we go through the day and make the commitment, be sensitive to the thoughts, the feelings, and experiences of other people. That's what we gotta do. So whenever you hear people saying, you feel me, they just trying to get you to connect with them, connect to the experience, connect to the feelings, connect to the emotions. So, so again, as we go into our workplaces, as we go throughout our day-to-day, let's remember that. It's about connecting with feelings and emotions. And the only way for me to be able to show empathy and to have empathy is I've got to walk in humility and take myself out of my life and put myself in their life.